Hi, and welcome to the Fire Inspired Young Apostolic Podcast, or FIRE for short. We just wanted to stop and say, Happy New Year! Uh, we understand that it's been a while since our last recording, and uh, but we just wanted to congratulate you for making it through another year in Jesus, or perhaps starting this new year with Jesus. And... Uh, we are really excited, and we thank you for all the support and all the listeners uh, that we've had last year. Uh, last year was a very difficult time, uh, but we're in a new year and a new season, and uh, we just wanted to let you know that we have some awesome, uh, awesome um, things planned for this new year. We're going to have guest speakers on. We're going to have um, uh, encouraging words of the of the week. Uh, and we're going to have lessons. We well, we might even have some sermons on here just geared for you as young apostolics uh, fired up to inspire your world. And uh, we understand that uh, this new year, a lot of y'all are having to go back to school and uh, or are already in school or gearing up to go to school. And uh, we understand that this new year, uh, presents new problems, uh, presents uh, new questions, uh, presents new hardships, but it also presents uh, new growth, and it presents new blessings, and it uh, and it also brings along new reassurances or or new promises, or uh, better yet, uh, another word for assurance you could say is is um, better stability in God. Uh, and so, with this new year, uh, we just wanted to congratulate everyone and tell them Happy New Year. And uh, we are we got a lot of exciting things here for this podcast. But uh, I just want to leave you with a quick word uh, with uh, with you is um, is that this new year. Uh, we can't rely on the things we had last year. Uh, we can't rely on the same stock market. We can't rely on the the same the same leaders because there's going to be a change or a shift in power. Uh, we can't we can't say that uh, we we can't even write uh, write the year the same. There's a change that happens. Uh, but um, this new year, uh, we are we are. Um, always striving to grow deeper in God. And uh, with this new year, uh, uh, the encouraging uh, word I'd like to leave with you is renewing with God. And the Bible just simply says in Titus the third chapter and the uh, fourth and fifth verse, it says, but after the kindness and the love of God, our Savior towards man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us by the washing of the regeneration or by the washing of the rebirth and the renewing of the Holy Ghost. In verse 6, uh, I'm going to read verse 6. And it says, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior, and uh, with this with this verse of scripture here, uh, with this new year, we 
we can forget about a lot of our problems. We we probably already forgotten uh, what happened last January or last February. Uh, but one thing that we we shouldn't change in this new year is our commitment and our love for God, and that His work in us or can be in us uh, through His through salvation and believing on Him. And uh, and you might say, well. Uh, Brother Matt, I've already um, been saved. I've been saved for years or or um, I got saved last year or the year before. Well, that's good. But you, you need to be able to, to say, I'm renewing myself in God this year. I'm renewing my Holy Ghost. I'm renewing that experience. I'm renewing my my, my salvation in God. I'm renewing my commitment. That I'm renewing my, my promise that I said that I would make it to the end. And uh, we have to remember that we didn't do anything uh, last year. Uh, we, 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 uh, we definitely wouldn't have been able to walk by ourselves, talk by ourselves, do anything by ourselves. It wasn't the works of, of, uh, of us or... Um, we, we we didn't make it through last year because of everything we did uh, not the works uh, not by works of righteousness through us but through God and through through his abundant mercy and shedding of his blood and his love towards us that we can say we've made it through to a new year and we're going to keep going on through through the next year with him uh, there's an old song that says uh, i'm going on with jesus just the same amen and uh, and that's the that's this uh little thought i want to bring to you today uh is um that with this new year uh, amen we we can forget about last year, but we can't forget about God's mercy. We can't forget about God's washing us. We can't forget about God's salvation for us. And we can't forget about His Holy Ghost that He said would be unto you and to your children and to as many as far off as the Lord our God shall call. And so um, so we can we can kind of forget about last year 2020 is in the past but god's not just in the past and he's not just in your present but he can be in your future as well and uh, and for those that are have already started school amen uh, remember amen that we need to be renewed daily in god and uh, and if we're going to reach a lost and dying world amen we must first be be found every day in his word and be found every day in prayer and be found every day in 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 his spirit a man that that strengthens us leads us and guides us and so uh, you know we we go through a lot of things in life but one thing is always constant god is good and god knows how to take care of you and me So on the behalf of the Fire Inspired Young Apostolic Podcast team, we would like to wish y'all a a, a happy new year. We'd also like to, uh, we'd like to say that we, uh, our prayer and our desire is to encourage you and uplift you and uh, to help keep you going for Jesus and that you, that you become inspired uh, by by the Holy Ghost and fire to change your world as young apostolics. 
doesn't matter if you're six. It doesn't matter if you're 96. You're only as young as you feel. Amen. And some days, uh, some days, uh, we, I guess we all can say we feel like 96. And very few days, we feel like being just six, unless we already are. Um, but uh, but I truly like to say thank you for last year support listening. Um, but I also would like to say that this new year, we can forget about 2020. But let's not forget about Jesus and his work in us. And for those who are listening and say, well, I don't, I, 2020, I, I felt like I was dying. And well, maybe it's a good time to, to, to kneel down and just talk to the Lord. And you might say, well, I've, I've never been saved. Well, now is a good time to get that new birth, that, that new salvation. Peter said in Acts chapter 2 and 38, just to repent. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness or the remission of your sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And when you get filled with His Spirit, amen, there will be a sign, there will be proof that you've gotten it. And that is the evidence of speaking in a language that you've never known. A language that no man could teach you and no language that... That your, that your school teacher can teach you, but it is a language only given by God, and that is speaking in tongues. Well, that's pretty much all the time we have today, and uh, we, we just like to say we encourage you, and that remember, last year we can forget about 2020, but let's not forget about the work that Jesus did in our life. And... If 2020 was a bad year, maybe it's a new time to say, you know what, I, I want to recommit my life to God. Or I, I want to I experience that new birth one more time. Or maybe I need to commit to reading my word a little bit more or praying a little bit longer or, or getting refilled or, or rekindled or reignited in the Holy Ghost. Uh, and all that can happen through Jesus Christ, which loved us. And came to seeking to save us. And like I said, Happy New Year. And we pray that uh, that uh, this year is better for you. And uh, that new, new struggles come. But that you find new victories. That you go through valleys. But you find new mountaintops in Jesus Christ. Our Lord and Savior. God bless. See y'all, see y'all next time. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Fire Inspired Young Apostolic Podcast. New Year's can be um, can be a, a joyous time, and then again, it can be a very um, <coughs> rough time. Excuse me, uh, because um, some of us tend to look forward on on new goals, and then others look back and look on goals that um that maybe they didn't meet and uh usually on most traditions uh new year's uh usually comes with resolutions or goals or promises or plans uh and um uh, so uh 
with that in mind, we're going to be talking about a series called I Resolve, or I Plan, or uh, another word for resolve is uh, my goal. <clears throat> and um, throughout this series, we're going to be talking uh, about uh, New Year's resolutions are a time-honored tradition for refocusing, um, making fresh commitments or goals, and reprioritizing or getting things in order uh, uh, in from the most important things in our life to the least important. Um, and during the next uh, four weeks, we're going to be looking at uh, four important uh, resolutions or goals or plans that we can make in this new year. And that is uh, resolving or planning or, or our goal is to know, grow, show, and go. Uh, in this week, we're going to be talking about uh, I resolve or I, I plan to know. And our key verse uh, for this will be Philippians 3, 10 through 11, and Acts 2 and 38. Uh, but the bottom line for, for this uh, week, we're going to be talking about our spiritual uh, goal or commitment or resolution must begin with a with a. Uh, purpose or a commitment to know God, and uh, this week we're we're really going to be discussing how how we can begin this process of knowing God through the plan He gave us to experience a new life. <coughs> and uh, some of you might say, "Well, what is a New Year's resolution?" You know, I've heard my mom and dad talk about it. Uh, a New Year's resolution simply means uh, a new goal, uh, a new plan, or a new commitment uh, for the following year. A resolution is uh, sometimes referred to as a document, an agreement, or um, or a schedule, so to speak. Uh, to give you a a, um, a good example of the Declaration of Independence is referred to as a resolution uh, because in the statement they said our plan and our goal is to be separated from England so that was their goal that was their ultimate um, <clears throat> achievement that they wanted to obtain and they did so uh, so New Year's resolution simply mean at the end of the year what goal will I what goals will I have accomplished and um, Possibly, maybe you have uh, made a New Year's resolution, and uh, maybe it was to lose weight, maybe it was to gain muscle, maybe it was to read the Bible more, maybe it was to develop a deep prayer life. Uh, the list can go on and on and on. Get a job, uh, get, a, get a car, um, make good grades, and so forth and so on. Uh, but at the end of the year, uh, end of last year, did you keep them? Did you achieve them? And um, people sometimes struggle with their New Year's uh, goals or resolutions. Uh, I know that for most folks, January, uh, they do really great on, on diets. And come about March and, uh, March and May and somewhere in there, uh, the gyms lose their membership. And, and 
the nachos and the chips come out. And, uh, it's, you know, it's just one of those things. <clears throat> but why do you think people struggle so much with, uh, with keeping their original goal for that new year? And uh, some of it could be that they lack the vision. Uh, they lack the preparation. Um, they also lacked uh, the endurance. Um, those are just some things that that uh, that give a good reason why people struggle so much with their New Year goals. Um, but let me ask you another question: What are some spiritual uh, goals that you can make for this New Year? Uh, we often look at it as um, as well. I just want to be able to grow deeper in God, but we need. A more specific uh, you know, do you want to grow deeper in your prayer life uh, some things can be I want to fast more I want to uh, I want to see uh, three souls be added to our youth group or be added to the church or uh, I'm praying for for um, for five families in our community to to get saved um, I'm praying that God gives me my calling, my gift. Uh, the list can go on and on, but there are some uh, some spiritual uh, goals that we can make. So, with that in mind, uh, we're going to be talking about a new year means new beginnings. The end of the year is a, is usually a festive time, and it seems that Every other week, there's a holiday event taking place. Uh, and you might say, well, it doesn't seem like that. Well, let's start off. It it starts with the Fall Festival or, or Halloween uh, in October. Then we have Thanksgiving in November. Finally, there is Christmas in December. Each one of these events, as you can see and, and imagine in your, in your mind... Is a time of fun, food, and even fellowship uh, with one another and with others, as we celebrate all the blessings we've had, we have experienced over the course of that year or the past year. And after these holidays, though, it is a very different holiday. It's not as much as about looking back as it is looking forward. And we call this holiday New Year's Day. And New Year's Day, of course, has usually its own tradition. And you might say, well, what's some traditions? Well, uh, one of them is many churches have a special New Year's Eve service where they pray the New Year in or a watch night. They, they watch the night fade away to dawn um, or to the next year. Uh, you, you may pray, uh, some may pray in the new year and perhaps even attend a New Year's Eve party. Um, a lot of people gather in New York just to see, just to see the infamous, uh, uh, ball drop when the clock hits 12. Uh, like pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving and eggnog for Christmas, New Year's Eve has its own specific meal traditions. Uh, some, some people cook breakfast, others, uh, have, uh, wings and 
pizza and uh, all that good junk food uh, just to just to help them get through the night, you know. Uh, but um, but as you can see, New Year's has has its own traditions, and probably one of the most recognizable New Year's tradition is the creation of a New Year's resolution or a New Year's goal. And these resolutions are commitments we make as we embrace the sense of a new beginning that comes with each new year. And these goals and resolutions can apply to just about any area of our life. For instance, uh, someone might plan to lose a certain amount of weight in this following year. Or you may... Um, you may make a commitment to end an unhealthy habit and start a diet. And then uh, for some, uh, you might they might say, well, I want to read a certain amount of books or improve, improve my grade at school or spend less time on video games and so on and so on. So as you can see, the list can just go endless with it. And I want to tell you it's... I want to tell you that that goal at that moment may seem fun while it lasts. You say, well, what do you mean by that? Well, oftentimes with these new commitments may begin, uh, may be made with the best intentions, but they typically do not last very long. As we get into the flow of the year in the hustle and bustle of life, we find ourselves in, in really a familiar nutshell, so to speak, or familiar rut, uh, reverting back to the old habits uh, we were trying to correct. Well, we usually say, well, you know, I've done good for two months. It, you know, the, maybe next year I'll make it to three, uh, and so forth, so forth. And uh, I know for myself, it's it's hard because uh, you get lazy. Uh, because you lose focus, you lose your drive, and uh, you might say, "Well, why? Why is that the case? Why do why do we lose focus?" Well, it's just human nature. We tend to do what is most comfortable to us. Uh, we tend, uh, if we are, if we are to make meaningful changes in our lives, it will take intense focus. And if we are to live out our our commitment or resolution, we must resolve both in our uh, in body, soul, and mind and spirit to see them through. We have to have a determined mind. We have to have it made up in our heart. We have we have to have the willingness and the courage and spirit to keep going to see the final result. So now that we've talked about natural resolutions and why sometimes we don't keep them, let's turn our attention to spiritual resolutions. Just as, just as someone may set resolutions towards life natural goals, we can also set uh, resolutions or goals or plans or promises towards spiritual goals. We can take, take a spiritual inventory of our lives and determine the areas where we need to grow. We could all grow in prayer, 
we could all grow in fasting, reading our Bible more, studying God's Word, and allowing us to hear the voice of God in our life. Those are just a few areas that generally anyone can say, I need to grow in, even myself. Uh, but there are certain other areas in each one's life that that we need to that um, we can say, well, I I do good in this area, but I need to do better in this area. And we may see we're doing well in some of the areas, like I had said, but perhaps we want to make sure we are we are planning to stay strong in those areas and continue to grow. As, as we go through these lessons, we will discuss four specific New Year's uh, goals or resolutions you can make that will strengthen your relationship with Jesus Christ. And as I've said before, this week we're going to be looking at the first of these areas, and that is planning or resolving to know God. Philippians, the, the third chapter, Philippians, the, I can get this to work here, Philippians, the third chapter, and the uh, 10th and 11th verse, it says it like this. That I may know him, referring to God, in the power of his resurrection, in the fellowship of his sufferings being made comfortable unto his death. The 11th verse goes on to say, If by any means I might obtain unto the resurrection of the dead. Now let us take a moment in, and understand what Paul was expressing in these verses. Paul was basically saying that he had a passion to know Jesus Christ. And like Paul, we must determine to know Jesus in the most important things we can do in this life. Paul shows us and indicates that purpose would involve understanding Christ's sufferings, death, resurrection. When you think about that, what does that sound like? If you've heard me talk about the gospel message, that's what the gospel message is about. Jesus' death, resurrection, and his sufferings while here on earth and during his trial. So we have to understand the gospel of Jesus Christ. So that means that we have to know Jesus by knowing his gospel. And you might say, well, yeah, what's that got to do? Well, the gospel message is the most important message in the entire Bible. And Paul stresses everywhere in the scripture that knowing Jesus Christ and his crucifixion was a high uh, priority or, or high up on the list as according to 1 Corinthians 2 and 2 it puts it this way. 
For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. So again, Paul said, I don't care to know anything about this life if I only know Jesus and that he died for me and that he died and rose again. That's all that matters in this life. You see, everything that happened in the Old Testament pointed to the New Testament. And everything that happened in the life of Jesus pointed to the cross. And everything that happened since then has pointed back to the cross. The cross is the turning point of all human history. You see, we, we know that all, all are sinners because Romans, the third chapter, and the 23rd verse tells it like this. For all have sinned and have come short of the glory of God. This means that every single one of us has found ourselves at odds with Jesus' holiness. Because that we were sinners, that made us that made us in a category of a fallen state. We couldn't have a godlike nature. We had a sinful nature. And Jesus knew that we needed a sinless sacrifice. So he offered himself as our sacrifice, paying the ransom or the price for the punishment of our sins. We find this in First Timothy, the second chapter. In the fifth and sixth verse it says, For there is one God in mediate in one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. Because Jesus died and was buried and rose again, we, you and I, can be born again. That means old things can be passed away and everything can be made new, according to 2 Corinthians, the 5th chapter, and the 17th verse. It tells it like this. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, in other words, if any man would be believe on him, repent, and be baptized, and be filled with the Holy Ghost, that if any man be in Christ, he is a new cre creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So that leads us to our main lesson. Re resolving, or planning, or committing to know no matter how made up your mind can be we cannot live righteous enough on our own you might say well I think so I'm sorry we don't have the power to be really what we ought to be not on our own We cannot show 
Jesus the proper respect he deserves. And we cannot keep his commandments without embracing the gospel message. And as we are made over again, or being born again, we can make progress in our very own spiritual walk. You see, it takes Jesus to be who we ought to be. So we have to embrace the gospel, as we have said. The gospel message, as we have already discussed, is Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. Jesus died on the cross, taking away the punishment for all the sins of the world. And then Jesus was buried, breaking the curse of sin. And when Jesus rose again, and because of his ascension or going back up into heaven, we too can experience the resurrection power of the Holy Ghost. <clears throat> if we are going to plan or resolve to know Jesus this new year, our new birth experience which is repenting, being baptized in both the water and of the Spirit, being baptized in Jesus' name, and being filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues, must be embraced by embracing the gospel message and applying it to our lives. Acts, the second chapter, in the 38th verse, tells us that salvation message that that if we can do this we we can embrace the gospel of Jesus Christ and it says and then Peter said unto them repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost <coughs> so let's break that down first we have to repent. Jesus took our sins and died on the cross. He took the weight of every man's sin upon his shoulder as he hung his head and he died. Just like that, to embrace the gospel message, we must die out to our sins through repentance. You say, well, yeah, I say I'm sorry. Well, repentance is more than just saying we are sorry for the things we have done wrong. It is also making a conscious decision to turn away from those things and a determination to change our attitude, our lifestyle, our, the way we think, and the way we act. Then it says to be baptized in Jesus' name for the remission, for the forgiveness of sins. After Jesus died on the cross, he was buried in a tomb. He took the weight of all the sins in the world to the grave with him. And just like that, when we embrace the gospel message, we find ourselves that we find in ourselves that we need to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, according to Romans, the sixth chapter. In the fourth verse, it says, Therefore we are buried with him 
by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Baptism is more than just an outward sign of an inward cleansing. It is a, it is a covenant between you and Jesus. He takes, his, he takes his name and applies it to your life. And when you are fully submerged in the water, I'm not talking about getting a water hose and sprinkling you. I'm talking about when you're dipped down in all the way underneath the water. This symbolizes Jesus' own burial. And when you come out of the water, you're not just wet. But Jesus has actually washed away all your sins. It is important that this act is performed in the name of Jesus Christ. Every example of baptism in the book of Acts is in the name of Jesus Christ. And because there is no other name other than Jesus that can save us. According to Acts, the fourth chapter... And the twelfth verse gives us why. Because neither is there salvation in any other, referring to name or other person. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we might, uh, we must be saved. So Jesus is the only name that we can have that we must be saved by. So as Peter's message on the day of Pentecost, we've covered repentance, baptism. Now let's look at the gift of the Holy Ghost or the spiritual baptism if you'd like. The gospel message included the eternal truth that Jesus rose again from the grave. And many people in the Bible were raised from the dead. But Jesus was different than these others. He's the only one in the Bible to raise himself from the dead. And just like that, once we have died out to our sins through repentance, Jesus desires for us to rise into the newness of life or a new life by receiving the power or the gift of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is Jesus Christ living inside of us. According to Colossians, the first chapter in the 27th verse it tells it this way to whom God would made known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles which is Christ in you the hope of glory in every example of the book of Acts where people were and are filled with the Holy Ghost. The infilling is confirmed or the evidence, so to speak, or the proof that they had or of when they received the Spirit was speaking in a language that they had never learned before. In other words, speaking in tongues or with other tongues. This is the evidence of the mir miracle 
of God's Spirit coming to live inside of you and me. So now that we've covered repentance, baptism, and, and the infilling of the Holy Ghost, now we can really get to know Him. You see, when we're filled with the Holy Ghost, we can know Jesus in a personal way because He becomes a personal Savior. His Spirit can speak through us whether it be through our conscience or impressions or by hearing his, his voice or reading His Word. And as we develop a closeness in Him in our prayer life, we become more and more sensitive to His direction so that He can guide us in our lives. His Spirit also empowers us to serve and to minister to others as well as telling others the good news so that they might receive it. It is one thing to understand the gospel. It is another thing to experience it for yourself. If you have never repented and been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ or have been filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues, today can be your day. Let's make this new year a new year full of goals. And in order to start off the goal, let's, let's make a plan to know Jesus Christ by applying the gospel message to each one of our lives. And you might say, well, I've already been saved, but we need to apply even more so now than we did last year. The gospel message isn't just a one-time thing. It is a day-to-day -day thing that we must embrace. Well, that's all the time we have today. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Lord God, we thank you for this wonderful day. We thank you for this wonderful lesson. Lord, as this new year comes along, Lord God, we ask you that you would help us to know you in the fullness of your power, the fullness of your gospel. Lord, if there are some that are listening that that uh, needs to repent, Lord God, that you'd prick their hearts, or that you'd help them, Lord Jesus, to repent of their sins. Lord, if they need to be baptized, Lord God, that you would show them, Lord, that you would encourage them, Lord, that you give them the ability and the knowledge and the know-how and the courage to go ask their pastor or perhaps someone else to be baptized in Jesus' name. And Lord God, if, if they don't have the Holy Ghost, Lord, that you'd put a hunger down inside of them. Lord, that you would help them, Lord, Adrian Jesus, to get to understand the power, Lord, that you'd help them to understand the purpose, Lord, that you'd help them understand the experience of the Holy Ghost. Lord God, we're asking you, Lord, dear Jesus, that you'd let them get filled from the top of their head to the sole of their feet. Lord, that, that, the, that the day of Pentecost, Lord, that same experience they have, that they would experience it with the evidence of speaking in tongues. 
And Lord God, we ask you, Lord, that you'd help us this new year to help to know you more through your word, through our prayer life, through our fasting, and by embracing the gospel of your death, burial, resurrection, and your sufferings each day of our lives. We thank you and we praise you. Lord, we make a commitment, we make a vow to know you more this year than we did last year. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Tune in next week for the second week lesson of I Resolve or I Plan as we talk about the plan to grow this new year. God bless and see you soon.